I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You know what he's gone and done this week? Have a guess. Have a guess. He's bloody not turned up, has he? He's gone on holiday. I'm sorry. We've got, we've got Rory instead. I'll tell you, people are, boo, 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 boo. people are leaving in their droves. Boo, yeah, yeah, the retention on this is over now. Yeah, ten, ja- ten they, seconds. They love James. I know, they, and rightly so. They I mean, absolutely I, love him. And rightly so. I it, mean, I've, I feel ashamed to be trying to fill this, these shoes. I mean, thank you. That, yeah, it's a pleasure to be invited and all that, but look, I feel your pain. I feel sorry for you as well. So. Yeah, but it's either Rory or no one. And... <laughs> you had to really weigh it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did say to you in the messages, I said, Rory, it's either you, I mean, or, or no one, we're not going to put it out this week. And just about, he shows me. Just thought, mm, all right, I've got to give it a go. How are you doing, mate? How have you been? Good. Yeah, all very well, actually. Must yeah. be happy with Chelsea. Chelsea are great. Um, yeah, a few little hiccups. Well, one hiccup. One draw against West Ham. One draw against West Ham. But yeah, I mean, things have been really good. It's far better than we could have ever imagined. Yeah. You know, new manager coming in. Playing nice football. New system. And it's not easy to do that. And the fact that he's managed to do it, hit the ground running, you know, played 7-1-6. You can't really complain, can you? Not at all. I mean, the, the, Chelsea are in this weird sort of flux constantly. And you have a manager, does great, wins the league, and then it falls apart. And then you get a new manager and rebuild. This isn't that. This is supposed to not be that. No, I, I don't think yeah. it is either. I don't th- yeah. anticipate that happening to Chelsea this time. Sorry, doesn't seem like that. He's, he, he's kind of... It's like with Conte last season, or even the season when you won the league, he seemed a little bit more abrasive. Yeah. And they seemed to be his way or the highway, and he had that history of doing it, as did Mourinho. And sometimes some of the more mercurial managers come with them uh, some baggage. Yeah. But I- Sorry isn't the successful manager so much as he is... Uh, a, I think a, 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 that he delivers quality football. Exactly, and I think that the point that Chelsea have tried to do here, and what what the you know the, the chairman and the board have tried to implement, is to move away from those impact managers. So somebody who comes in with a huge proven track record. Mourinho won a Champions League. Conte won three Premier Leagues in a row in Italy. Some, we've moved away from that. We haven't just gone for the obvious win, which can result in an obvious win, but then can have issues. Yeah. We've now gone for what should be a long-term strategy. Somebody who has a blueprint, uh, a style of football, a future, and somebody who's going to hopefully implement their system f- over the next decade. Yeah. I mean, is there a risk, though? Because oh, it seems like the easiest thing to go to, but Asari hasn't had the success of the previous managers that you've had. Yeah. You talk to Chelsea fans and it's always been about winning trophies. It's for you. Yeah, me, You're in it absolutely. to win it kind of thing. Absolutely. Whereas I've been on the kind of more philosophical viewpoint yeah. where well, I'm enjoying watching Spurs play and trophies be a bonus. 
And perhaps that attitude isn't what gets trophies. You need everybody pulling in that direction. You're right. There's two problems. One of the problems is you can't ask somebody to come in, distribute this new style of play, an incisive game. It takes time. You can't ask somebody to do that, but then be trigger happy as soon as it starts going wrong. Mm. And we have, I'm not entirely sure how our board will react to Chelsea playing four games, winning none. Mm. So that would be very interesting. And the second thing, and I think you're right, it is, it is a valid concern, is the fact that we haven't won any, or the fact that he hasn't ever won a trophy. Yeah. My answer to that would be, I remember a few years ago when I was going to Chelsea, we got big Phil Scolari in. He was our manager. Yeah. And he came in with the best pedigree possible. Won the World Cup. Won the World Cup. Doesn't get bigger. That was the worst <laughs> manager we've ever had. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, what does it matter? It doesn't matter, but it's, it, Sarri seems to find himself in a situation where he's at a club that's significant, and no doubt Chelsea are, but there's always this kind of monolithical, unstoppable club in front of him that he has to topple, he hasn't been able to. And in that, I'm saying Manchester City. He, he, I, I, they look more fallible this season than they did last season. But they're do they, though? To Why you. do people say that? Because you're like, not the first person who said that to me, but I couldn't disagree more. Well, I would say that because... Because they drew to Wolves. And they lost in, uh, to Lyon at home. Right, OK. Uh, so, uh, I, I would... The, the, they have... Go on, what, what do you every, well, every time I've watched them play, they're wicked. <laughs> <laughs> they're wicked. Right, and everyone goes, oh, yeah, you know, this year, they're not looking up do to you know it, what? are they? I think it's, what are you talking but, about? But from fans, you're hopeful of that. You don't want this yeah. under destructible force to run away with the Premier League again because last year it was it was pretty shit yeah um, yeah. so I think that's maybe you're right I maybe think people I'm... are just being optimistic I've seen nothing in the Manchester City games that I've watched and look don't get me wrong I haven't watched them week in week out I didn't even see the game against Leon. yeah however when I have watched them I watched them score five on the weekend I did that kick off and they had that game on the other side couldn't get the ball off yeah, they're of, wicked yeah, yeah. Like, it's not Every time I've seen City play, they've looked brilliant. They blew Arsenal away on the opening day. Yeah. Uh, they put five past Cardiff. I haven't seen anything to suggest... What may have happened is other teams may have got stronger. So Liverpool are better, Chelsea are better. And therefore, it might be a closer race because of the improvements of others. Mm. But I don't necessarily think it's going to be a closer race because of the failings of City. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. Been a bit it's a shame. I, I was hoping that you were going to convince me. No, I can't. Adam's fidgeting on that chair. It's driving yeah, me what, mad. What are you doing? Adam on the ones and twos once again. He's sitting on a chair that's... You make me sick. You don't, actually. I love him very much. I, I love him, but that was making me sick. That yeah, was annoying. Yeah, everybody has their frailties, don't they? <laughs> no wonder why you can't keep a relationship together. <laughs> By choice. She dumped but, him again. <laughs> dumped again. God keeps getting we'll dumped. We talk after. Uh, no, there's no buzz in that this week because a person who um, uh, apparently in, in the comments last week, a uh, someone said that they're watching it, and his sister happened to glance and said, "Oh, I slept with that guy." James. No, me. Oh, really? Why? Why, why did you go to James straight away? Um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm fully aware that you aren't a virgin. I know it could, it could be you. Um, I don't know why I went, James. So you... Well, apparently I did. Do you remember this occasion? I'm, I'm quite bad and I, there are several encounters that I don't... You're like Joey and friends. You could go back to the house and not, not quite... Not, not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> not that bad, but I remember... I don't... Yeah, I had a period in my life where I was frivolous with my penis. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to... You, you mentioned about Liverpool... Uh, you know, being there, being stronger this year. Obviously, this weekend, massive, massive game. The League Cup result doesn't matter. It doesn't impact. No. There was changes across the board. I don't care about the result. What I am interested, from a Premier League perspective, is this contest between Chelsea and Liverpool because these are the two teams that, are, that for me, have impressed the most. Man City, you expect it. They've spent... They should be doing this. 
Chelsea changed their system completely, changed yep. their manager completely. You'd expect a transitional period. Liverpool, you expected to, to kick on, but you didn't know how, how well it would go yeah. for them. And they've, they've been the shining light out of everybody. Chelsea and Liverpool have been the two shining lights of the Premier and League. And within those two, it's Liverpool. Um, some would say that Liverpool haven't been tested yet. Although Spurs away is a test, of course. Absolutely. So wh- wh- where are you at? Going into this weekend, I'm what? Very excited. You know, the, the rivalry between Chelsea and Liverpool is something that excites me anyway. You know, it's we'll some, come on to that. It's, it's, a very, it's a huge game. And you know, going to Anfield or, or them coming to Stamford Bridge, it's always one of the fixtures in the season that you look for. Yeah. The, fact that, the fact that the rivalry is starting up again, the fact that we're playing each other twice in three days, is only a good thing. And I think it's a real test for both clubs. How significant it's going to be at the end of the season, I'm not quite sure. Because I don't actually think that Chelsea are challenging for the league. Really? Not really. If Chelsea beat Liverpool, then I think I think maybe we are. What, what, why, though? Because it's not a points thing, is it? Is it, is it a statement thing? It's a, yeah, I think, I think it's a statement. I think it's a statement. Basically, we haven't really been... We haven't, our fixtures have been quite kind. The fixture that we... We played Arsenal. First home game of the season, and we won the game, and it was it was brilliant. You know, beating Arsenal is always great, and especially for somebody like me of an era where they always battered us. So yeah. I loved it. I had a fantastic day that day. But <coughs> as soon as you come away from the stadium and you and you sort of analyse what you just watched, yeah. you think, how didn't Arsenal score five in that first half? Yeah, yeah, you were you seemed very open at the back. And if we're like that, has like, that been eradicated at all? No, right, no. And and in fact, it could have got worse because we've done something in midfield that frees up. Like Kante now plays slightly further forward, which obviously doesn't offer the protection to the back line. I imagine that will change for Liverpool. Yeah. But but basically, Arsenal were very profligate that day, and we got away with it. Do you hear that? But profligate, profligate. It's correct, isn't that's it? An amazing word. I don't know. I don't know what it means. It's definitely correct. All right. No, that's great. I'm, I'm scared just... now. You're making me doubt. Let myself. us know in the comments below. It's like wasteful. It's profligate. Yeah. Oh, it's a great word. I've never used it before. Right. right I hope Let us it. know in the comments below. <laughs> profligate. Is I'm it a word? I'm scared now. See, see, you don't get that with James. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but yeah, Arsenal were you know really really wasteful that day, and I the Liverpool's front three are so scary, and in Roberto Firmino, I don't know if I got this wrong because I said something on Twitter, right? I said on Twitter. Roberto Firmino is everything I want Alvaro Morata to be. And loads of Chelsea fans got at me. Like, oh, how can you say that? No, it's a fair comment. He's incredible. Firmino's wicked, isn't no, he? Yeah, yeah, he's he... proper, proper good. So uh, when Spurs played Liverpool at Wembley, Liverpool undoubtedly were a much better side. They could have scored seven. It was embarrassing at times. Although we were pushing the game in the second half yeah, and it yeah. created a lot of space. He, he uh, you know, you had Salah, Mane, um, you got Naby Keita, you know, starting. And, but it was... Firmino, who was the class actor, yeah, I completely side. agree. It I was think the he's the best touches. Yeah. And he just creates so much space by his vision and his work rate as well. Absolutely, yeah. I yeah. completely agree. And but what were people on what were Chelsea fans saying? Chelsea right? fans are on my back about it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You've got a lot of favourites in that, but I also get a lot of comments where I just have to block, block, block. You block people on Twitter. Oh, I block, I block readily. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a serial blocker. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah if you cuss me down, you, I'm, you I'm a serial muter. Yeah, I know, you muted me. Oh, you're still <laughs> muted. Which is, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. See, that's why you didn't see that pearl of wisdom about Morata and Firmino. I wouldn't see any of it. See, see that's appalling. It's that's not appalling. That's I don't my friend. See, I don't want to see your bullshit about Chelsea. That's my friend. The I... first time I followed you, the very first time I followed you, the next tweet was about Tottenham. And then I looked at your profile and it's you <laughs> celebrating in the Chelsea end after beating us in the FA Cup last week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, or, or in the league. I'm like, do I need this in my life? I, I love you, Rory, right? But you don't, I don't clearly don't. Well, not, not enough to t- read your bollocks, though. So. But you see, what you do is you lure me into this full sense because I see that you follow me. <laughs> so I assume that we have this you bond, be- and we don't. Well, no, we do. I'm being honest with you. It's rude to, unfo- to mute friends, isn't it? 
I'm not being weird here. But you're being weird. Do, do you're you... being weird telling me that it's not weird. You're, you're going, yeah, yeah, it's fine, I'm eating you. As if I should go, yeah, yeah, of course, no problem. <laughs> no, no, don't you're being weird. Me. You're making me feel weird. But, no, I'm just saying I don't want to read all that Chelsea stuff. If you can create another one, if it's just the Rory Jennings, I'd love but it. But the thing is, I don't even tweet that often. It's, you, you, I don't I, want to see I, any I'm of it. I'm a tweet a day, Max. I don't want to see any of it. Well, they're you, all you, muted. They're all, you should see my mute list. It's so you're not a blocker? No, because I, I feel like blocking's a sign of weakness. Oh, really? I see it as a sign of strength. <laughs> I reckon lions in the jungle would block. You reckon? Yeah, and that's me. Yeah. I'm a lion in this jungle. Uh, fair enough. Fuck. So, <laughs> 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 Liverpool, um, Liverpool are, are that team, though. They're, they are the team that seems to gonna be challenge Chelsea, uh, Man City. You are, by your own admission, perhaps not going to be the side this year. I, I, I think maybe, maybe you will be, and I think the defence will, will potentially get sorted out. But, um, I what, just think City, City will be 15 points clear by January. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah, I really do think it's a shame because it just shows you that you can dope financially dope any league. The Premier League's the most competitive <laughs> league. Wow, you're going to say that? Yeah, like that. Fin- it's like financial that. doping. It's Wait. not doping like. Oh, sorry, doping. financial. Sorry, forgive me. I, was, I like the way that you just went in on that. Like, but you mean financial doping? Yeah, I mean that right. you're you're getting unfair advantage by the amount of money you can sorry. spend. Okay, well, I wasn't suggesting anything other than financial either. No drugs. No, absolutely no not. No, I mean I don't. I, I think they're probably all on it, aren't they? I've neither confirmed nor denied. Don't mean I, Man- no Man- I don't mean Man City. I have mean no every, thoughts every, every, every footballer. Mate, There's might, too much money at I might stake, get sued. Mate. Somebody might end up with about Look, we're alleging. We're having a com- allegedly, and then you're fine. If that's not true, by the way. Don't, that can't get that's you out of all. That's how it's implied. I'm saying that I'm, I'm posing the question, and you can uh, let us know in the comments below what you think. But is football immune when every other sport seems to not be? Why is football immune to doping? Accusations. I know there's been instances in the past, but when there's so much money involved in business, and football is a business, I can't see a world where owners and the and the uh, doctors of these clubs don't seek to find every advantage they can. And you know, there was entire state doping in Russia. Yeah. And I'm not saying you know. I, I think it's I think it's arrogant to think that football is above it. I think sometimes as well. You know, when you look at certain players. And you see what they were, and then you see what they become. Like a good example Gareth of this is Gareth Bale. Incredible, yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen James Milner with his top off? No. Fucking ripped. What you're saying? Are you saying James? I'm not saying that. I'm just. I'm just acknowledging how ripped he is. And I remember when he played for Leeds, and he was like scrawny little lad. Yeah. Now he's Lou Ferrigno in Incredible <laughs> Hulk. <laughs> uh, obviously, no one knows anything, and they're never going to prove it. And I'm not suggesting it even happens. I'm just looking at it logically. There's so much money at yeah, stake. Chances are. Chances are. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Um, yeah. So going into the game, you are excited. There is a massive rivalry between Liverpool and Chelsea. It's yeah. another one in ones. It's not a rivalry, but it, it, it's a beautiful one. It, 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 there is something between you because. Not because, you know, they're geographically significant, but there's so much happened, didn't there? Do you so know much what, happened. You said, what you, when you said geographically then, I, I actually hadn't thought of this, but do you, know, do you know what? You're right, because Chelsea fans, I'm going massively en masse here, yeah. so, but Chelsea fans and Liverpool fans, if you look at it en masse, are polar opposite. If you look at, if you look at sort of what a Liverpool fan believes yeah, and the way that the world... Yeah, Socio, socio, socio-economically, yeah. politically, every, you know, every, every aspect. Typical Chelsea fan, typical Liverpool fan, there is, nobody's right, nobody's wrong, yeah. there is just a huge disparity in the way that they view the world. Yeah. And that manifests itself even more in a stadium. Yeah. And then 
it becomes a very tribal thing. And That's yeah, a great point. And, and then you add the fact that there has been fierce competition between the two of you. Exactly. You know, exactly. You're, you're talking about the Champions well, League mate, games, when, FA Cup games, the playoff in 2003. To, yeah, the, 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 exactly. Well, when that's Chelsea tried to sign Gerrard and he put in a transfer request. Yeah, the Denver Istanbul. Bar game. I mean, this goes on forever. The yeah. Denver Bar game, the John Onorisa game, the Ivanovic. Like, it goes on and Luis on and Garcia. on. Luis Garcia. Luis yeah, Garcia. We don't talk about that one. But yeah, but yeah the, the rivalry between Chelsea and Liverpool is absolutely fascinating and it, it should actually be given more because it's actually it's actually kind of more interesting than normal rivalry so Chelsea and West Ham is a football rivalry Chelsea and Tottenham me and you it's a football rivalry whereas Chelsea and Liverpool it kind of transcends football it becomes more than football yeah. for a lot of people and I think it kind of makes it more interesting absolutely it's not just I hate you because you support Tottenham whereas Chelsea and Tottenham fans, Chelsea and West Ham fans, probably agree on a lot of things. Yeah. You know, you get in, a, you get in the back of a cab, chances are he's a Chelsea, Tottenham or a West Ham fan. Yeah. He's going to agree and say the same sort of things yeah, about yeah. anything other than football. Mostly, yeah. Whereas when you start talking to a Liverpool fan, the way they view the world is very different. Yeah, so there is, there is other things going on, isn't there? And you think about the best rivalries in the world, they're often things with loaded, they're loaded exactly. by other things. And so they? Chelsea Rangers being a prime example. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes. Yes, you're right. I mean, and that's what's also fascinating about it. So your feelings going into it, you are nervous or you're... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so nervous, so nervous. Liverpool are the most electric team in the league. I think City are the best team in the league, but in terms of just that electricity that is going to stun you, like, there's only one ground, there's only one place that you really think there's a possibility of being 3-0 down after six minutes. Yeah. And that's Anfield. Absolutely. That doesn't happen, that doesn't happen at City, it doesn't happen anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. But um, I'm looking forward to it, it's... it's it's one of those tempole moments in the in the football calendar. Chelsea versus Liverpool at Stamford Bridge. It's very rare now, you know. Occasionally, look, I go to football every week, and but football can be a bit of a chore. Mm. You know, if you're playing if you're playing Blackburn Rovers at home in the League Cup, you go in, but you might nip out ten minutes early or whatever. Because and I know I'm going to get grief for saying that, but that's the reality of somebody who goes to football forty times a year. Yeah. It can become a bit of an effort. Mm. Liverpool is the antidote to that. Liverpool at home is, you know, I'll get down to the ground early, I'll be in a pub early, I'll be soaking up the atmosphere very early. And we'll They'll be down. team coaching and stuff. It's almost yeah. like European. Exactly, it's big. It's, it's big. And, and, and do you know what? All that stuff that Liverpool do, again, there's something else I said on Twitter. I'm so supportive of the way they do that. You know what they did to that City coach? Yeah, and, and I remember, way- yeah, you're saying that smashing it up was a good thing. I don't know if... Uh, yeah, I, not, not ethically good, but not had, ethically it had a positive good, but I like, impact on the game for Absolutely, Liverpool. absolutely. And Dis- I think the way that they, the way that Liverpool do it, it's, it's, it's only to be admired. I like all that. Yeah. I, I think it's great. All the smoke bombs in the atmosphere. Football's so sanitised these days. It's great that they, they manage to play by their own rules. Yeah, I mean, they, they are a club unique in that respect, certainly in England. Mm. Um, and they do... Um, I've talked about this before, but they kind of... They are, they are unified in everything, Yeah, seemingly. Yeah, from absolutely. the outside, you know, they, if it's if it's about defending Suarez, we're going to do this together. Yes, it's yeah, for yeah, the betterment yeah, yeah. of our club. Yeah, if it's about, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's very it, interesting as well. Whereas Chelsea fans hate each other. I think every club Chelsea I think fans it's, hate. It's each quite other. normal in British support for there be to be segregated fan base. Mate, do you know what's happened online now at Chelsea? Well, Obviously, I talk to sort of an online community. There is a group on Twitter who referred to. It was very funny. They referred to Charlie Skillen. I, I don't disagree with them, by the way. Everything they said about him was completely spot on. This is on. Charlie Skillen news on CFC Fan He's TV. He's on CFC Fan TV. But it was, they, they quote tweeted him and went, this match-going idiot. Like, he was referred to as a match-going idiot. So the online community, who what? probably don't, who probably aren't in England, hate match-going supporters. 
Is it because Manchester United supporters have a sense of elitism, like they're better? And they, and you know, the online community. So the, there was a time last year at Stamford Bridge where Antonio Conte, the online community, wanted him out and saw what was going on and said, "This bloke needs to leave." In the stadium, he had his name sung for twenty minutes a game. Yeah. So they they were being very frustrated at what was happening in the stadium, and it caused the divide. That's interesting, isn't it? Uh, I, I think the best barometer of support and the most logical and understanding set of, section of the fan base is the away day. Yes. People that go away. They're, they're generally the last people to turn on a problem. Yes. In my, in my experience, certainly at Tottenham. Yeah. But Even you see Soko what... Soko gets support away from home. You see, what, what the online community would say is those idiots. Like, this is, what, this is what's been levelled at me. It's, it's these idiots in the pub before the game. All they care about is the social. They're not into the football. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Oh, they're into the social. It's a very, it's a very weird way to look at it. Oh, I think it is but. weird, uh, and, and and it is weird because obviously Bull Street and all of us have got all got our own little projects going on, and we rely on social media and, yeah. and these people. To well, I, I, yeah, exactly. But it's we're, frustrating from our age. We're the same age. Yeah, we went got, started going football and, uh, at the same time, and football for us sound like old men here, but football for us was, was you, all it, all you had was going to the game. But, but you had nothing you, else. Exactly. But do you know? Do you know what? I think I think I do understand the hostility from sections of a match-going support who don't like our world, this yeah. world, in fact. I, I, I sort of understand it, but my argument to that is I only think that a podcast about football, a fan channel about football, I only think that's a modern-day extension of a fanzine. Yeah. Nobody hates fanzines. No. Nobody says fanzines out of football. But they, they, they were part of the traditional makeup of football back then. But, but when they extension. first came it's up, just new media. it's just new media. It's, it's, the next thing from a fanzine is a, is a YouTube channel. Yeah. But for some reason, I think there are prominent examples as to why, because there's been some very you know, huge success stories in this, where people don't like it, filming yourself celebrating, which I've never done. Mm. I wouldn't take time out of my day to have a go at somebody who did, but I kind of see the point. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm in a similar situation, so I don't see... the. It doesn't wind me up that people do it. I wouldn't do it either. But 
at Spurs, you know, they, they, we've got a couple of people, that are, you know, vloggers who get a lot of stick. And Spurs are a different type of football club to Arsenal, where it's seemingly accepted now. Yeah. Um, we have a different fan base who are quite traditional, who are ageing. Yeah. And even the young ones who are kind of influenced by the way, the old way of watching football, they're the, they're the most vociferous. Yes, when, yeah, when yeah, it goes. yeah. And, you know, it is, it is, there is a clash between two cultures. Yeah. And it's not going to go away. Well, it'll go away as the older generation dies off. Yes. Anyway, um, so win, draw, lose, how's it going to work out? I think, I think because we're at home, we have to win. I think, you know, Chelsea, Chelsea Football Club have to win their home games, yeah. at least. And, you know, we need to be winning a serious percentage of our away games as well. But going, if this game were being played at Anfield, I would take a draw right now. Absolutely. Right. We have to take a win. Room 69. This is the place where we send people oh, that piss no. us off at football for always... Uh, you know about this, don't I you? I know, but I'm dreading it. You're dreading it? I'm dreading it. All right. So current incumbents are Ronaldo, uh, David Moyes, McLaren, Pardew. People that are... Like, Allardyce is in there as well. Just mm. like, it's time to just move on. Save us from yourself. Can I, can I just ask a question? Ronaldo being... This is after original Ronaldo or no no God no no, no, no. no he will ne- he won't fit in there but right. he, he, he uh, <laughs> he's ne- ne- never never that one. okay so uh, the, the Ronaldo well, Ronaldo he's... seven Cristiano Ronaldo being in there makes me feel slightly better about my choice but I'm very very intimidated about what this section of the pod because I think that anybody who's still listened and didn't switch off immediately yeah when they saw James wasn't here is now going to switch off because they're going to hate me Go this on. is this who is, is it? very intimidating who is it are you ready yeah I am. My suggestion... I don't know, by the way. My suggestion to room 69, and I think that he has to go, is David Beckham. I know. Ooh. I'm very worried. Well, yeah. You see, really, Adam's, Adam's hating me. See, the, the reason... Well, go, go on I, your reason. I'll decide whether or not he goes in or not, because okay. I'm a gatekeeper. I have a, lot, I have a lot of reasons, but I'll start with my most obvious. I can't understand this at all. OK, I think David Beckham... I'll tell you what's wrong with British society. I'll tell <laughs> you where... I'll tell you where it's all going wrong for us. We've become a nation who can't hold a grudge. (laughs) I know where this is going now. I still still hate David Beckham from 1998. Mate, I don't understand how he did what he did in 98. Everyone goes, no, he's sweet now. What? Mate, hold a grudge. We're British, that's what we do. We hate people forever. What, you don't forgive? I, no, I never forgive and I never forget but anyone. But he earn it? He, he Mate, Chelsea us. fans don't ever forget. We, Rafael Benitez won us a European Cup and finished third in the league and we still hate him. We are the very definition of things that aren't plastic. We are so true to our principle. It's also detrimental. Yeah, we will cut our nose off with pleasure. We will set our whole face on fire to <laughs> be principled. And I, I was, okay, so Beckham 98 is my reason. Yeah. But there's loads of reasons subsequently. Give me reasons. one more. Okay, that's, he's, a, he's a 40-year-old man with a fucking earring. How's that? <laughs> I'm with you there. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, absolutely, he's not going in room 69. I'm sorry, mate, you can't. He, mate, you, is that fair? Can you do that? Yeah, I'm the gatekeeper. You, is there not some sort of... Uh, Adam, can you have a vote uh, here? Can I, the... I don't think you should go in. But one thing you should know, Flav put Gareth Southgate in. Yeah, Gareth Southgate. He's got to go. Yeah. What, post-World Cup? He's lost, he he's lost it, hasn't he? <laughs> he's lost it. He won't change his system, man. He's fixated. So, so Southgate's in there. Yeah, Southgate. Ronaldo is Ronaldo, in there. Ronaldo, yeah, yeah. 
I don't see how you can put Ronaldo in and not put David Beckham in. Because they're can, completely can, different temperaments. Ronaldo's an irritating... Is there anything being. I can do here? Or is this just your rule is fine? Are you a despot? Your, 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 <laughs> <laughs> your job was to convince me in your opening gambit, but you didn't. So I, um, he's not going in. He, he, I'm, I'm going to go through this, a couple of things that he did. He scored, the, he, he scored that goal against Greece. Yeah, which... Well, which, which, which ex- let's explore that then. This prick. Well, just people don't know. In case they, they, they will know. But the, the, he scored a goal that meant that we didn't have to play Ukraine in the playoffs to get to the World Cup. OK, let's explore that. Somebody's going to have to look this up. But I remember at the time, it would have been... So we finished, we qualified. And it was Germany in the group, wasn't it? We, we scored that goal, which meant that we qualified in place of Germany. Germany had to go into a qualifier. Uh, I can't remember. Right. Ha- basically, if you look at England's journey... To the World Cup final, to yeah. what would have been the World Cup final. Or you look at the team that qualified, which I think was Germany, who got to the World Cup final. Easier. Yes. So not that goal fault. against Greece fucked us. Not, <laughs> it's not his fault. He's not going in. I'm sorry, Rory. OK. Well, well, you know, this is your pod, your rules, and I, there's very little I can do, but I'm a fan of democracy. Uh, well, it was democratic. It was two versus one. Fair. But in this <laughs> democracy, two idiots can outvote a genius. That's the problem Which with democracy. Which is what's happened here. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Um, last week, the trivia, we asked, who were the last three Fulham FC players to win full England caps? You will... Scott Parker? No. Steve Sidwell? <laughs> no, not a bad shout. No. One of them was Bobby Zamora. Uh. The other one played for Chelsea, was on loan from Chelsea. He was on loan from Chelsea to Fulham? Yep. Gail Kakuta? N- what? <laughs> Uh, just trying so, to think of Chelsea on loan players. He, he, he played a lot for Chelsea. He played a lot for England. You know exactly who he is. You should know. Hang on a minute. This is embarrassing. It's not embarrassing because even Craig struggled with it for a while and he's like, fuck yeah, he's, he's, he's weird. Yeah, so he's a Chelsea player who played for Fulham. Yep. Defender. And England. And England. Defender. Defender? How recent? 2006. What? Are you joking? I don't know. Wayne Bridge. Oh, God, him. Yeah. No, he's been erased from Chelsea folklore. Well, that's only because... Well, I, he has I, I, don't know, I don't know how Wayne Bridge can be erased from Chelsea folklore because John Terry shagged these misses. Because of the way, because of the way he reacted. Mate, he, sh- he should have... What, what, he should have more respect if he'd gone and knocked him out. Yeah. OK. Yeah. The, the way to react to that isn't to say, you shagged my... So, say, say you did. So, we're, we're working together in this building. Yeah. You You... Go and have sex with Victoria right now. Oh, don't say that. Okay, let's just let's just see. Say you did. You go and have sex with Victoria. I then come to work the next day and say to the boss and go, "Hi, I can't come here anymore because of him. He shagged my wife." And then the boss goes, "Okay, we'll work around that." You then get a call up to England, so I get a promotion. Go, I'm not playing for my country because he's playing. Get a grip. That's ridiculous. Turn your back on your country because somebody's flown into your missus. He did score one of Chelsea's best ever goals, he, actually. He, uh, he undoubtedly should have laid out to John Surrey. But, the but prob- he couldn't. He oh, knew he couldn't. So how, what's I'm worse? not going to shake your hand, no, you what? little penis. No, uh, John Terry's in the, in, in the, in the wrong here. No, That's he what you're forgetting. John Terry's not in the wrong to Wayne Bridge. He's in the wrong to Tony Terry. The worst, the worst thing, the worst thing is, uh, is, um, is, is, is someone shagging your missus who you can't have. Because what can fight. you do about it? It's embarrassing. You're, but you have do, you think, do you think Wayne Bridge looked at it like that? Do you think Wayne Bridge was like, ah, oh, Terry can knock me out, that's a problem. If, you're, you, but like if, if you're not about that life. Who, who could, Wayne, name a footballer that Wayne Bridge could beat up? Graham Sean Wright Phillips. 
Graham, okay, Sean Wright, Sean Wright Phillips, because they're like mates as well. Yeah. They go riding Harley Davidsons together. Cool. Say Sean Wright Phillips did it, do you think Wayne Bridge would then beat him up? Probably not. No. So he just wouldn't? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, by the way, I am just like playing devil's advocate here. I do fully understand that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I get it. And, you know, I mean, I, I'd, I'd go on record to say the Terry family is. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, the other answer was Zat Knight. Uh, 2005. Uh, this week's bit of trivia. It's a little bit more... It's easier, but there's a, there's a couple of curveballs in there, right? How many Premier League te- teams have birds on their crests? Um, and let us know in the comments below. Do not cheat or I don't. Think, I we'll think we'll know you, we'll find you, and we'll fucking ban you. You've got two, all right? I've obvious got, I've ones. Got Give me a couple, a couple of... I'll give you the obvious uh, ones. Cardiff, Brighton. What? There is a more obvious one than that. Birds on their chest. Oh, Tottenham. Yeah, come on, mate. Um, but that, that's fine. Did, is it a bird if it doesn't fly? Um, yes, that's still a bird. A chicken is a bird, isn't it? Yeah. Come on, Rory. Yeah, a dodo was a bird. <laughs> Flamingos are birds. None of them can fly. <laughs> Crap birds. Hey? Penguins can't fly. Penguins can't fly. Are, are they? Penguins aren't yeah, birds. Yeah, birds. Yeah. Mate, don't just listen to him and take it as gospel. Yeah, penguins. Hang what? on, let us know in the comments below. Is, peng- is a penguin a bird? A penguin's not a bird, surely. <coughs> it looks like it's got a beak and it's got what would have been... I get, I, this is a bit confusing. They're definitely birds. I'm actually questioning myself. They're definitely <laughs> birds. Is a penguin a bird? A, ch- a it's chicken. It's got a beak. Yeah, they do lay eggs. Is that the definition so of a bird? So does a spider. So a platypus. A platypus is a bird. So does a spider. Well, a spider. Well, no, that's stupid. The spider doesn't help this conversation at all. <laughs> uh, let us know the other ones are, obviously we've got, as you said, uh, what was it? Uh, Brighton and Cardiff and Spurs are easy ones. There's one other really easy one. Cup, uh, no, actually, the, the five easy ones, and I've just given away the number, the question. Let us know what the other one is. Fuck me, what absolute disaster. James has got to come back very soon. <laughs> Where <coughs> is James? He's gone on a late. Where's he gone? <clears throat> uh, Montenegro. Very nice. Nice, nice. Uh, so have you ever been to that part of the world? Uh, I've been to Serbia. I haven't been to Montenegro. Good. Um, yeah, have you ever had a dream about... Stop looking at that picture because we're not going to do that bit. Are we not talking nah, about it? No, it's too heavy. Okay. Uh, what, <laughs> what... Have you ever had a dream about a professional footballer? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so, sorry, is that complete? Have you ever had a dream about Yeah, but I've told the story about Sean Derry and his vagina many times. Okay. Uh, we've got people, a couple of people sent these in. Let us know if you think these are true, Rory, okay. or not. Uh, Callum Nickel 4, he says, I had a dream that Nabil Fikir was working in the offices of the Liverpool Echo after he'd failed transfer and he'd already bought a house in Liverpool and didn't want to put it to good use. Me being the final world, I was hopeful that he would still sign for the club uh, as as he woke up for the paper. He woke up disappointed. Is that true or false? That sounds true, isn't it? Like yeah, it sounds, it sounds true. I, I mean, yeah. I had a dream about Gazigniga last night. The Spurs fans are going a bit mental about uh, Gazigniga because he's like, he's a beautiful man. Right. And... Uh, uh, I had a dream that I was in and amongst the Spurs camp and I was talking to what I thought was Gazigniga, uh, but wasn't because I look at him and go, he's not a very good looking bloke, this bloke. And it turns out it wasn't Gazigniga. Who was it? Uh, it's just some other bloke. Okay. I, never, I don't know who, paper Spurs. Well, um, I'll never forget where I was when I heard that story. Well, I'm just saying that these things happen. This, uh, is, this is up there. Really. This is a better yeah. one because this involves a Chelsea, <laughs> <laughs> this involves a Chelsea player. Uh, Matt Layton 4, he says, last night I actually had a football dream. I was at a theme park and I went on the Ferris wheel and I sat next to none other than Chelsea winger William. The attendant lowered the safety bar on the cart and I began to swing the seats back and forth. 
uh, like you would to wind up your mates. While swinging, the safety bar came loose, but for some reason, I didn't tell the attendant and William didn't say a word. Maybe it's because I've never heard him talk before, who knows. The, wh <laughs> the wheel began to spin and we went up in the air, both fully aware that the fault on our cart. We somehow made it to the top without the fault and began to make our way down. As we reached the bottom and we were only a few feet off the ground, William fell out of the car and became trapped between the car and the dirt. Somehow I ended up outside the car and instantly realised that the Chelsea white man was no longer with us. I walked away from the scene, a word began to spread about William's unfortunate death. Filled with guilt and wishing I'd never rocked the car, I continued walking, left the theme park and then woke up. Matt Layton killed William. Yeah. What's all that about? Slightly morbid. Yeah, yeah. Because effectively what you're saying is, I mean, it's a, there's, it's a story that's been sugar-coated quite nicely because theme parks have positive connotations, but effectively you've murdered a footballer. Yeah. That's what's happened. What's the worst thing you've ever done in a dream that you can talk about? I don't think... I'm not, I'm not into dreams. I'm not... I'm not a... <laughs> I'm not a you know, the, like, my worst thing, yeah. I like, and this isn't a knock at you or this strand, yeah. but the worst thing that can ever happen to me is someone goes, I had this dream last night. <laughs> I think, who cares? <laughs> like, nobody cares. I really don't want to hear it. And, and it's got to the stage now where I feel that my time is so precious that when somebody does start that chat, I nip annoyed. it in the bud straight away. Like, look, 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 look. Tell someone who cares. Because I don't. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I can't have it at all. Got Good. no interest. Good. But yours I like. Yeah, yeah. And, and for the pod, I don't mind. Right. But in my own time, because this isn't my time, this is your time. You've bought this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't a favour, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, disappointing headlines of the week. Uh, obviously, a couple of weeks ago, we had the story that Sanchez dropped a uh, packet of crisps outside of a supermarket. And that was the story. This huh? week... The what, he littered? No, he, he dropped it and then picked it up. Oh, right. Okay. It was a full pack of Doritos. OK. Uh, the Sun, and, uh, you know, we've clicked so you don't have to. <coughs> Romelu Lukaku slows down to let horses pass outside Man United training ground. Oh, do you see what they've done as well? They've used a pun. Because he's in a car, they're talking about the horsepower and there's horses involved. Yeah, pl Romelu Lukaku might have plenty of horsepower in his £100,000 car, but it's of no use as he slowed down for some horses en route to training. Do you know what's responsible for this nonsense? Oh. Do you know why? It's people. It's the internet. That doesn't make a newspaper. Yeah. It's the internet. It's the fact that everybody is now so, so on the hunt for news, and reporters and newspapers are feel so compelled to constantly churn out stuff. Yeah. Clicks. Of course. Yeah. That that is now a headline because I think people. There are some people that are so tribal and so partisan about their love of Manchester United that they see the words Romelu Lukaku that they click. Job done. People need to stop clicking. I mean, it's proof that it works. Probably, you clicked it. <laughs> well, I clicked it for the point of looking how ridiculous it is, but to them, that's a click and, a, and, yeah. and an ad. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it's uh, the, the state of the media currently. Yeah, that, yeah that, and, that and, sort of news and is... And the media is always reflective of society as well. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, Flames advice. This is the bit where me and James give advice to people, love life advice. It <laughs> might be uh, sexual advice. They okay. want to deliver a three-to-one orgasmic ratio. We're the people you need, you need to speak to. Okay. That's free for them, one for you. Okay. All right? Good to know, yeah. Yeah, I'll let you know. You, after, two, you guarantee you this? I guarantee it to any woman. <laughs> like Keith in the office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, th th this isn't the. We haven't actually got any flames of advice to give this week, but I just wanted to make a point. Last week, James went on a rampage about uh, two Spurs fans who got married. Or, or in got a building site. Uh, well, well, it's nearly finished. And, uh, and he, he said that it's like that's the pathetic way to get married. He said that, the, that, that they're both wearing Spurs shirts and how do you get proposed in Spurs shirts and that sort of stuff. And I was like, you're being intensely harsh here. You mentioned a problem about the person's weight. It was mad. He's it was completely like, correct. 
he couldn't be more correct. All right, well, we got a message from uh, for, uh, um She said, I would love to be proposed to at Anfield. James, some women love their teams as much as men do. Anfield is a dream vacation for me. To me, I would be so over-the-top ecstatic to have the love of my life proposed to me there. Also, some women think of themselves as beautiful when they wear the team's jersey and don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. Love you, but you are so wrong. This, mean, this person is like, so like, incorrect. No, it's not. So, so incorrect. It's, 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 it's as incorrect as the way they spell ecstatic. You, That's how incorrect they it's are. Not, they're, it's nothing they're incorrect with, and it is, illiterate. It has nothing to do with you. <laughs> It's nothing to do no, with it's you. No, no, it's hugely to do with me. No, it's hugely to do with me. You're talking to me about it. Oh, no, I'm not talking to you You've made it my problem. Rory, I'm not talking to you about this. You, well, you are. You, I, you I'm not. You're up. here when I mentioned it. I'm not. This isn't aimed at you. Mate, you've... you've I, well, I care now. So I, so it's now become my problem. Look, we, as you've said... I can't be on, a, I can't be on you, a podcast. We paid you to do what we need you to do. I, is, I don't need you to do anything. I refuse to be part of anything that celebrates this sort of, like, ridiculous behaviour. Fuck's sake. You're, this is about them being Spurs fans, are you? No, it isn't. It's anyone. It's anyone. And also, this nonsense here, I love my team. Yeah, I love my team. I, I, you know I love them because I've been going there every, every week since 1989. I love them as well. But we'll get married <coughs> at Stanford Bridge because I'm not a moron. Fuck it out. <laughs> Some would argue that's not true. Anyway, got a couple quick questions uh, for you to answer. Um, uh, P-Nan, he says, will Tottenham forever be bottle jobs? Yeah. Okay, probably. Uh, are Liverpool nothing but huge nearly men? No, that's not true. They are very destined. They are so destined to win a trophy very soon. When you got knocked out of a, uh, a cup match, does that not make you bottle jobs? Yeah, but a bottle job tag isn't something that comes up. A bottle job tag is something that is, is imparted and christened on a team over a decade or so. <laughs> it's not something... Like, Chelsea won, <coughs> Chelsea won a trophy six months ago. Like, we lifted a trophy at Wembley. Yeah, no, all right, fair enough. You make a good point. Um, and finally, are QPR a waste of time? Who? Do you, do you have, do you have no, a beef no. for QPR? Do you, do you guys... I, mean, I know yeah, the, I, the firms might have done... Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea and QPR, they, yeah, I don't like Rangers. I've got no time for them at all. A lot of my good mates are QPR yeah. fans, so I don't like them. My ex-bird is a QPR fan. Yeah, how did that end? <laughs> really well, Flav, we're married. <laughs> I mean, how, what happened? No, badly, badly. What happened? Do you not want to talk about it? Uh, no, we could talk about it, I suppose. It's, well, I'm definitely blocked I, I on social media. give you some advice. No, I don't, the, the ship has sailed. I'm I mean, we, we had a, we had a, so you don't make the same mistake again. Go on. No, this is not. This is not. My ex is a QPR fan. A lot of my mates are QPR fans. <laughs> I've got no love for QPR. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Thank you, Rory, so much. That's the end of the One for the Weekend podcast. Once again, massive apologies that you've had to sit with Rory this entire You're time. Sorry I know that. it's not what you wanted, <laughs> but it's either that or no podcast. And uh, obviously, I'm massive grateful to Rory because this is the only time we get to spend time with him now. Because you don't ring me. I, I send you WhatsApps every now and then. For, th- for something. You, you, you watch at me for something. That's because every time I've asked you to do something, you've pied me off. No. Oh, I've got to go to a stag do in Ibiza. I've told you so many times, Flav, I'm desperate to work with you. Yeah. It's a dream. This is, this is what I live for. All right. But I don't, I'm not available on Friday. You forever phone me and say, can you pop in on Friday morning? It's almost like you're trolling me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Remember to subscribe to Bull Street. Uh, the podcast will be available on Acast. We'll upload all the ones from this season and uh, you'll be able to download it and listen to it through your podcast app. Uh, remember, if you got this far, subscribe if you haven't already. Most of you probably have. But share the podcast. The only way people get to know about podcasts is if you share it. All of you say how great this podcast is and how much you love it. Prove it. Like, prove it. 
<laughs> so like, share it with your mates. Go on Twitter now. Go, have you heard this great podcast? Listen to it. Because if you don't, we, um, this is not going to be around forever. Exactly. So prove it. And it also, if that if it does stop, I will literally never see you. I save mine and Robbie's. Uh, <laughs> That's see what I mean. See what I mean. I think we finish on that. I'm going. I'm out of here. Save mine and Rory's relationship. Uh, uh, I think I've already fucked it, haven't I? Uh, also, remember to save Adam's job. We don't get to 100,000 by Christmas. He's getting sacked. 200,000 subs? 100. 100,000 subs or Adam's out the door. Yeah. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.